The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Throughout history, dreamers have opened the door for positive change that reshapes the world. Our dreams and stories can also attract individual prosperity and success. Join creative artist Valerie June, Aisha Ophelia, Jacqueline Suskin, and Sarah Walco for The Power of Radical Imagination, a weekend workshop May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Ignite your radical imagination and cultivate positive change. Learn more at eomega.org thrive. We are spiritual beings having a human experience. This is UnityOnlineRadio.org, the voice of an awakening world. Unlock the power of your dreams. Welcome to Ask Dr. Dream with Kelly Sullivan Walden. Welcome to the Ask Dr. Dream show, where you uncover the truth of your dreams and reveal and revel in the beauty of who you are. I'm your host, Dr. Dream, Kelly Sullivan Walden, and I'm joined by my fabulous co-host, Nancy T. Hi, Nancy T. Hi. So good to see you, Kel. So good to see you. Oh my God, it's like the next best thing to actually being in person. But I want to just acknowledge we're on Unity Online Radio, the number to call if you have a dream that you would like to share or get a question asked about your dreams. The number is 816-251-3555. What is that number? Oh my gosh, I just lost it. 251-3555. I need these things like in front of me. It disappeared. 816-251-3555. Hallelujah. Oh my gosh. Okay. So we are also on Facebook live. And if you'd like to join us there and see our, see our silly faces, <laughs> go to my Facebook page, which is Kelly Sullivan Walden dreams. And you can also chat and send us in a dream if you'd like, or whatever you want to do. So should we do a little, let's do a little prayer. And Nance, do you have the luminous I don't have it. I think I could get it. Get it while I pray. Okay. I'll <laughs> All right. Get it while you pray. And I'll stop my video so no one sees me scurrying. <laughs> We're picturing it instead. Okay. So let's turn within for a moment. If you're not operating heavy machinery, that is. And forgive this strange little light splotch on me. I like to think of it as an angel. Um, but let's just turn within. Let's take a big deep breath. And release and let go of all of the getting here, wherever you are, however you are, whether you've got COVID, whether you are surrounded by people who have COVID, we can just take in a breath knowing that there is a part of us somewhere deep inside that doesn't have COVID. Like they say, there's that part of us, that part of our soul that has never been hurt, harmed, or endangered, or infected by COVID. So we tap into that part of ourselves because that part is intact. That is the part of us that is awake. That's the part of us that is our true self. So by thinking about it, by breathing into it, we grow that part of ourselves. And and isn't that what we're always trying to get to? At least that's what I am trying to get to, 
So let's just take a moment to call to mind our dreams in particular, maybe one from this last week, if you'd like to share one that's recent. And let's become grateful for our dreams and our dreaming mind, the part of ourselves that thinks beyond the box, beyond the conditioning, beyond the limitations, and thank God beyond the confines of the ego. And this is the part of us that wakes us up to who we are truly and who we are capable of being. Forgive my slurp. (laughs) So with this, I just say thank you so much. Unity Online Radio, Jeff and Louie and Diane Ray and everyone who's working behind the scenes to help to bring this show in. And thank you for Nancy T for joining me and for you all for sending in your dreams and sharing with me. And for this wonderful technology, Zoom and Facebook and Unity and all the stuff that collaborates so in sync to help us come together like this. All right. And so it is. Amen. A woman. Ah. Dreams. Ah. Nancy. (laughs) Okay. What you got? (laughs) It's kind of funny because I thought I got dreamy with it and went somewhere and took it along. But I found her. Here she is on January 12th. Ah, my friend Shandara's birthday happy birthday Shandara if you're listening Shandara happy birthday Mm -hmm. love it I just the guy who just sold me my car the finance guy it's his birthday too oh did you see that I love Lucy it's a my birthday too it's a my birthday too (laughs) (laughs) all right oh this is so good look at this one January 12th they glisten when you listen (sighs) If you wanted to, you could skip right past tens of thousands of awe-inspiring blessings happening all around you. They will never insist you stop to notice them. Um, But when you do, they will take your breath away. Like a person with whom you are in an intimate relationship, they notice when you recognize them. Before you take on your day, pause for a moment to behold the swirling, whirling magic and miracles that surround you from the gravity holding you to the gorgeous ground beneath your feet, to your digestion, to the planets dancing around the sun, spinning thousands of miles an hour. Give life around you a nod. Yes. And the magic and miracles expand with your awareness. And the affirmation is, life shimmers and sparkles with rapturous delight in response to my appreciation. (laughs) I love it. <laughs> How come I can't hear you? Did you put yourself on pause? I did. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. I was I was complimenting your reading. And isn't it true though like when you're when someone pays attention to you it's like you'll find yourself saying things that you've never said before. And yeah. to me I think that's one of the biggest compliments when somebody says that to me it's like oh my god thank you it's like it means that there was like a real listening and a real like getting into it and i feel like it's like that with our dreams when our dreams happen and we listen to them they're like oh she's paying attention well then let's keep talking let's show some more yeah so we're hearing from someone online amanda amanda van schumann she says hi kelly and team Many blessings to everyone here today for the new year. Uh, Happy that's great because we're year, talking Amanda. about blessings. Yeah, we yeah. are. And I teased in the little promo for this show that I was going to talk about dream re-entry 
and I'm like dream re-entry and how to finish a dream. Um, so when I say those words, what is, what did those mean anything to you? Dream re-entry or finishing a dream? Uh, for me, I think of, I think of, you know, when people have the nightmares and you say, wait a minute, but if you felt empowered, if you went back in, what would you do? What would you use? How would you look at it differently? How would you treat it differently? How would you play it out? Would you confront that, that scary monster? I think of it like that. Um, mm-hmm. And, and it's interesting because I've only thought of it like that, but I bet you we could probably jump back into any dream, even a good one. Right. Exactly. And why not? whoa, there's some interesting sounds happening. Really? Hello. Is that just Where? me? Is it me and my invisible friends? Okay. I-, <laughs> <clears throat> I got some little interference for a second. It's the dream world. We're bleeding over people. It's kind of a good thing. It's, it's, it's awesome when that happens. Um, I, I think most people consider official dream reentry, like official dream reentry is when in the dream you like, you get woken up somehow, and then you're able to get back inside the dream. And, and often when we are, when we do that, we do it with an, an an intent or an agenda, or like there's, we're not just back in the dream exactly as we were before. We're kind of like, and, and we either do that with like extreme dreams, either a very scary dream that we want to wrap up. We want to finish that dream and like be overcome the situation, or it's a really awesome dream that we're like, no, oh my God, I finally won the lottery. I finally met the man or woman of my dreams. I finally met Jesus. I don't want this to end so quickly. And most people consider it a very rare event when they're able to actually get in. But you and I talk about this a lot that we can get back in without it having to be such a fancy lucid dreaming experience. We can be lucid dreaming while we're awake because we're always dreaming. We're dreaming right now. Mm-hmm. This is one yeah. weird dream we're having. It's <laughs> not exactly the same kind of a vibe as when we're asleep dreaming, but with this with this awake mind connected to the memory of a dream, we can pick up the ending where it left off with just a little creative license because it's our dream. We're the director of the dream. So we can pick it up. And so do you have, is there any dreams that you have of late Nancy that we should do an example of, or do we have Louie? I think we've got Leilani on the line. If that's true. We could bring her on, but I want to hear it from Nancy first. Oh my gosh. You know, I have been dreaming lately and I can't think of one right off hand. I think of that one that I had where, um, where I, I had a dream about somebody who had passed and then I had a, there was a visual on the screen, that one, if I were going to want to relive a dream and there was, there was like a, it was almost like I was FaceTiming on a zoom call and I could see him and I could see him dancing in the kitchen and, and, and singing to his daughter and having fun. But I realized that I could even walk away and I could come back and I could still see him. So it made me the, my takeaway was he's with me always. And I, I can always see him if I just go and look like that. Oh, Um, that's what I would like to always be inside that. Oh my, oh my God. Well, just, okay. So even just in talking about it in some way, you've brought back some of the energy of it. It's like on some level, you are back in that dream. I think we can even turn the dial up if we want and like add the technicolor, add the sound, add the feeling. I mean, we have the dials, we have the switches, we can turn them up. And I think over time, 
that dream could become even bigger, even more vivid, and it can become like a waking, walking, integrated part of who we are. Look at how beautiful you look just in thinking about that. Oh, <laughs> that's, that's what I'm talking about. Like that's it was a good dream. It was so good. in like five years from now, it'll be like even bigger. And yeah. there's, this is, this is legit. We can do this. And when it's an opposite kind of dream, like a not fun and exciting dream, we can yeah. turn it into one that is empowering by saying, okay, I'm going to draw this. I'm going to write it. I'm going to talk about it and pick it up where it leaves off. The dream ain't over until we're empowered. And, and then it's still not over even then. That's what I and say. And we can share it with others. And we can share it with others. <laughs> Am I hearing another, another sound back there, Louie? I feel like I'm kind of like Helen Keller right now. I can't see anything because we, I don't have this other app running. Um, is Leilani there? Sure. Maybe it's just my own little earbud I'm hearing. Hello? Leilani! Hi. Hi. Hey. How are Hi. you, sweetheart? What what dreams are happening in your world, you big, oh beautiful gosh, so dreamer? I wanted to be, I've been wanting to share this because I met a guy in L.A. from Egypt a few years ago. Oh. And we really connected. I think we're from the same universe or something, but... I am continually dreaming with him, and this dream kind of happened in two nights, if I can share real quick. Sure. And he he's definitely a high vibration being. So mm. the first part of the dream, we were on this platform in another dimension. It was almost like there was, it was a paint palette with holes, and we were light beings, and, and we're in that dimension. We're always communicating telepathically. So we go to certain parts of this like platform and we're light beams and then we sh shoot down to earth and we're kind of like matrix style all in black with suction cups and things mm -hmm. on our hands in this warehouse so we can be on the ceiling. Wow. And we're watching below and there are people getting these shots uh, and dying and we need to get, and then in the corner, there's this kind of mad scientist with gold and money in his pockets. And underneath him was just this vast gold wealth cave. And we needed to get a clipping of his hair. So <laughs> Ahmed, this guy from Egypt, he, Matrix style, went and got that. Next thing oh we know, God. this next scene, I'm in another country, and he's there with two other, quote, brothers, and it's in this, like, mud house, and he's coming to rescue me, and they're very Matrix-style kind of looking on, and I get out of the mud house, and we, we go right away. We're whisked off, and we go, and then the, the second night, I woke up from that dream quickly, but then I wanted to continue it. And then the next night, uh, we have that, you know, that hair clipping that we need to take somewhere. So we're waiting and we're waiting. And this large black panther comes. Oh, my God. And <laughs> we're, we're like sitting in lotus, meditating and waiting. And then we, the panther comes over us and we just shoot up into the belly and the panther's running fast 
fast as lightning through. Wait, so you're in the panther's belly? Yes. Okay. Through the jungle and just all kinds of obstacles and going over debris and to get to this sacred shaman to give. And then we gifted the hair sample to the shaman and then we sat in like healing waters. It was a very strange dream. And I I dream with him a lot. I don't know if that's called tandem dreaming when you dream with someone. Right. So did you say that he also remembered having this dream as well? No, I haven't. I haven't shared this dream with him. He's, he's, I think he's in Iceland right now. I haven't really shared with him. In my, what I understand tandem dreaming is when you have a dream with somebody and then they remember having that same dream. So I would check it out with him. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, I think this might be, but we don't know. We have to confirm it on his side of things. Okay. So there's a lot in this dream. Let's do, let's just run you through a quick jet set. What's your overview, Mm -hmm. um, emotion on, on this dream? You gave us the J the, just the facts. What's the overall emotion? You know, it wasn't a pleasant dream because of what we were witnessing in the warehouse and people dying and then the the mad scientists getting all the money from the shots. Uh, And I was the only female in the Matrix crew. It was all men. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. It was kind of an unsettling dream, you know, like, oh, my God, what is this? Okay. So what part of, let's just jump into what part of this dream is most curious to you? Cause there's so much here we could unpack. We could, we could go for years. Um, the unsettling part. So, yeah. The swat, the swat of hair. And then also <laughs> the, the riding in the Jag black Jaguar to take it to the shaman. Oh my God. Okay. I love that. All right. So first, what does hair represent to you? Nancy and I will tell you our, our perspective, mm. but let's have you go first. Hair and Black Panther. DNA, like DNA. Okay, great. And Black Panther. Black Panther is actually one of, is my power animal. Oh, okay. Um. So let me see. Mm, 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 mm. And do you have a sense overall of what this dream is connecting with in your waking life? Well, I do, I do believe I'm from another dimension and I came here as a light being to help with this mm-hmm. time of great awakening. Mm-hmm. Uh, I concur. <laughs> and... I don't know what else to say. Okay. It's really right. hard time for me right now witnessing what's going on in the world. <clears throat> okay. That's what I, that's what I was feeling. Like this feels very mm-hmm. COVID ish related if it were my dream. Um, mm-hmm. I think, and I don't want to um, kind of do the back and forth political thing on either side of the no, Vax no, conversation, right. but I feel like either way, <clears throat> whether you're somebody who's, who's pro or con, and I'll just be transparent. I just got boosted. So I'm, I'm somebody who thinks that I, I believe in the notion of a vaccine, even though I've never before since I was a kid have ever gotten it. 
Um, mm. And I don't like the idea of putting poison in my body. And yet I understand theoretically a little bit of poison can help be the antidote so that we don't, we get sick, but we don't get as sick. Anyway, it's still hard to come to terms with. It's still, even though I feel like, um, I guess I just outed my political opinions, but there you go. But I, but I also (laughs) respect all sides of it. And I don't like the idea of putting any poison anywhere near my body, even, even the stuff that should be sort of good for you. It's like, no, I'd rather much rather do the holistic homeopathic um, perspective. So it feels like there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff that we are grappling with all of us. If this were my dream, it's like coming to peace with all the what's in front of the scenes and what's behind the scenes. There's so much speculation and, and we don't really know unless we're there, but it, it feels like there's an attempt to have some power here, some attempt to, to outsmart the, the, the disingenuous part or the greed and to, and to yes. do something about that. Um, hair, if it were my dream hair is, I I often think about the Samson and Delilah, um, story in the Bible about hair representing power as well. Yes, it's DNA and it's also, um, power. So taking Mm -hmm. some of somebody's hair is kind of like taking some of their power away from them. It's, um, it's like they're vulnerable if you can do that. So it feels like it's a power move, obviously getting this piece of hair, and um, and I think of the Black Panthers as kind of the the wordplay as well. The Black Panthers um, back a few decades ago were the extreme. And I was just talking to somebody who was connected with the Black Panthers, and um, and I mean they didn't put up with they didn't they were not nonviolent. I think they 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 theoretically started off as nonviolent, and they were like, nope, screw that not getting results fast enough. So it's also um, this very powerful group <laughs> that that was all about bringing justice into, into the inner mm. cities. And I'd say all over beyond just the inner cities, but um, so it feels like getting into the belly of that, of that activism and that animal that is just like, mm, I don't want to say ruthless, but I want to say th- stealth and, doesn't take any BS and that can, can go between dimensions. So it, this dream, even though it's unsettling, it feels like it's an, it's a move toward coming into a place of power and then connecting with the yin and the yang being the feminine and then having connecting with all this masculine energy, especially this man that there's such a good rapport with from Egypt. It feels like there is um, there's a lot of masculine energy here and the feminine piece feels like the intuitive piece feels like an important part of the strategy. I'm going to stop talking and pass it to Nancy. I keep going. So go Nancy. (laughs) So I, you know, right away, I looked up Black Panther um, and it symbolizes courage and valor and beauty and grace and challenge and feminine power. And you said it is your totem animal. So, you know, if it were my dream, I would think that this, this feels a lot like masculine, feminine period, even though my first thinking was, oh, it's COVID because, you know, a shot is something going inside something else. So like that felt like the shot was masculine and the Panther felt feminine to me because of what it represents um, even to you. But there you were, this one woman in this sea of men um, and seeing things that disturbed you. So going 
playing piggybacking on what you're saying, Kelly, with power, I just wondered if there was anything in your life right now that feels like, oh, the, the men are telling me what to do. And I don't like that. Um, I want, I, you know, I'm powerful as a woman and I don't like feeling oppressed by men. Do you, do you have that feeling right now? Is that just in your mind? No, not at all. And you know, what's fascinating is the shaman I forgot to mention was a female that we were getting the, the code to. Well, it could so, be, I'm, I wonder if it were my dream that what Nancy mm-hmm. was picking up on is like that. It feels like the whole notion of being in this, this place, um, what this platform, like the, the description that mm-hmm. came that, that I saw, like often if we're in a natural environment, like the jungle or in the water, that to me is kind of a feminine, it grows from the earth. And when there's physical structures, like if we're in New York city or like this platform feels like that's kind of a, more of a, it's a man-made masculine kind of a thing. So it might not be with men. It might just be with masculine energy, but go ahead with what you were, what you were saying. Well, that platform was actually in the cosmos. So it was in another dimension. So it was, it was hovering. I kind oh of shared God. quickly because of time, you know, it, and I meet this character, this guy from Egypt a lot in that dimension. Sometimes we're at a round table with, I would call them the council of elders, the master council, getting divine missions to come to earth and that sort of thing. But, um, Oh my God. Well, all I know what I'm getting from this dream and then, and I'm taking away is like, even when things are so out of control and so dark and so heavy, it's this, this part of myself, this Leilani part of myself is always Mm -hmm. trying to find, um, something good that, that she can do something positive, something like there's a, like, even if it's about being on another dimension, I mean, Nancy and I talk about this. I mean, there's a lot we can do without having to physically go in and assert our energy. Maybe it's just like the simple physical piece was grabbing that little piece of hair. Um, But mostly I think this is why I'm so fond of dreams that we can accomplish a lot. We can heal a lot. We can move a lot energetically. And Leilani, you know that as a healer yourself. Mm -hmm. So I feel like you're part of, this is kind of literal, even though this is a very fantastical dream, it feels very literal in a way there's, you're doing some healing on other dimensions and you're bringing it back here and maybe taking some of the poison from this dimension and then alchemizing it. I think all of the characters, if it were my dream, I'd see all of them as a part of me. Um, especially the shaman part, <laughs> maybe not so much the scientist, maybe just one drop. Mm-hmm. Cause you know, I, I don't mm-hmm. want to discriminate about against anybody in the dream. So I hope that mm-hmm. sheds a little light. How's that? How's that landing on you? Yes. I just love the dream. So thank you so much. Thank you, Leilani. Oh, oh my goodness. So we're g- going to a quick break. It will be right back with your, you and your dream. So call in and we'll see you in a, in a moment. Throughout history, dreamers have opened the door for positive change that reshapes the world. Our dreams and stories can also attract individual prosperity and success. Join creative artist Valerie June, Aisha Ophelia, Jacqueline Susskind, and Sarah Walco for The Power of Radical Imagination. 
a weekend workshop May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Ignite your radical imagination and cultivate positive change. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. You're listening to UnityOnlineRadio.org, the voice of an awakening world. Dream interpretation and a lot more. Welcome back to Ask Dr. Dream with Kelly Sullivan Walden. Welcome back to the Ask Dr. Dream show. And this is the second half. And we're just talking about you and your dreams and actually behind the scenes on Facebook Live. You can join us and hear some of the craziness that Nancy and I are talking about behind the scenes um, that you go to Kelly Sullivan Walden Dreams. Or if you want to call in and get your dream interpreted, the number to call is 816-251-3555. And Behind the scenes, we were talking a little bit about this dream that I had a week ago where my mom, and if you knew my mom, you would think this is not characteristic of her at all. She was in a bar flirting with a bunch of guys, not my mom at all. My mom is like, just like pure and sweet. Not in a bar, a really faithful wife, like not a flirt. Yeah. Yeah. And I was really upset with her and I was like, I... And in some way, it's like, I've never, my, I've never had to worry about her. Like she's always been married to my dad and they've always been this, this couple. And, and so I don't know what that was about. Okay. So Nancy, I'm handing it over to you. That dream. And then wow, we're going to, okay. then we're going to take Denise and I, we see you there, Denise. So hang in there. So I want to jet set it with you. Um, what emotion? I know that you were frustrated in the dream when you woke up. What were I you? was? I was still. I. It's like the the anger. I was mad and worried, and it's like I didn't want to have to worry about her. I was so. It's like it triggered this kind of wild emotional part of me that was definitely irrational, like way overblown, like way too much. But I was also protective of her. Like, I don't want these people taking advantage of her. And like, I don't want to have to do this. She's too precious. And these people are too vicious. So what's your title for this dream? Don't mess with my mom. (laughs) Mom, get out of the bar. (laughs) That would be the subtitle. (laughs) What you doing at a bar? (laughs) mom. (laughs) okay so what's the next one that's the title then the s is simple bar and my mom and the guys so when i said when i asked you uh, off off camp or well off (laughs) on the break i asked you what the symbol of of a bar was and then you shared with us this tidbit that everyone should hear in unity online radio (laughs) they need to hear when you were little you know some of us play house some of us play doctor kelly what did you play (laughs) i when people would ask me what i wanted to be when i grew up i said i wanted to either be a nun or a bartender (laughs) or own a liquor store and then at home (laughs) I'll never um, not laugh at that. <laughs> at family <laughs> gatherings, I would always pretend to be the bartender because it seemed like that would be the way to make everybody happy is to give them the drink they wanted. So, yeah. Irish family. It hasn't been that way in a long time. There's a lot of sobriety 
ish in my family these you, days. You might have been a counseling bartender and you talked them all off the sauce. That's it. <laughs> That's totally it. That's totally it. So there was something. Okay. Yeah. Um, so so the, what how's is, the drink? Like, so you, the symbols you said, but what about the E? The How it's trying to enlighten me. Yeah. I think I, I think as my mom and my dad also are getting older, I feel there's some part of me that's that worries about them and that feels responsible and feels like I want to, I, I feel a little helpless that I can't do more for them. And I want to be like an octopus and like, um, like, what do they talk about? A helicopter parent. I want to be a helicopter daughter that can <laughs> do all the things. And, yeah. um, so I think it's just, it's touching on, it was like a venting dream where I was getting out some of my helplessness and that, I guess, if I was going to do the tea for the take it to the streets, it would be maybe focus on what I can do and just, and shut up. And like, that's enough. <laughs> just do that instead of play. I mean, I think there's, that's one of those steps to get out of victimhood is to, instead of whining about all the things we can't do and lamenting about that for so long, it's like, well, what if I just got really busy doing the little teeny bits that I can do? And I just do those fully. So thanks, Nance. Well, I didn't, I didn't do my interpretation. I was just asking you questions. Oh, got any, got any more. Oh yeah. Okay. So if it were your dream. So so if it were my dream, I would say that there's a part of me that is fighting change. Like with my mama, you know, Mm. we want our moms, like there's a certain age, whatever that age is, there's a golden age that when you think of your mom, like real quick, you think of that age, it's like, that's what she looks like. But as they get older, they look like, yeah. And they look less like that. And, and you see them maybe moving differently, or they used to be able to lift something easily. And now it's like, uh, uh, you know, or they have an ache or a pain and all of this stuff is not only, you know, triggers my mortality my own but just seeing our parents change there's this feeling in our hearts oh no if they change this can only go in a bad place and but if you think about it like a lot of your friends you know I'm sure there was a time where where Gypsy wasn't traveling to Italy and then suddenly she was traveling to Italy and then you know like and then it's like every friend has a trajectory and does different things at different times in their life you know, like someone lives here and then suddenly they live here and that happens. And we sort of have to go, Whoa. So there's, I know in your life, there's been a lot of change with even around your moving parts. And so if it were my dream, I would say there's just this little part of me that is resisting mm. change because, because there feels to be safety where yeah. there's like, I can count on this. And we're in a world right now where there's so little we can feel like we can count on. We used to be able to say, let's take a trip. And now let's take a trip involves 17 other layers of things. rings of fire. Right? Yeah. And we, it's no, it used to just be, can we afford it? And what are the dates? That was it. Nothing further. <laughs> well, and are where are we going? <laughs> we have the money. And where are we going? I guess was a little bit of it. Yes. A little bit but, of that. But think of that, how life is, is more or less like everything is in flux. <laughs> and so maybe part of you is like, hmm, that's if it were my dream. 
Thank you. Oh my gosh, this is helping. And it's interesting because I was telling you on the break that I had this sort of also this bleed through of a dream I had a couple of years ago, and it also involved my mom and her friend. So this is, and it was definitely a higher vibe dream. And in the dream, the, the nutshell of it, it was very long and elaborate, but it was, there was going to be this great ceremony with my mom and her friends, her best friends that she's still is in touch with. She goes out to lunch with them like once a month and they're, they're my godmothers. So it was like me and my godmothers and my, my mom was there and there was this little teeny boy who was very precocious and very confident. And he had decided somehow that he was going to lead the ceremony. And I was like, dude, you don't know Jack. Like, what are you doing? You don't, you're just this little kid. And, but he was really sweet and really lovely. And everybody was like, oh, let's let him try it. And, and I said to him in like a Shakespearean tone, I feel like I've shared this dream with you before. I said, by where do you come upon such confidence? (laughs) And he said, oh, my father already made me golden. And I was like, oh, so I got this like infusion of, oh, we, you don't have to prove yourself. You don't have a chip on your shoulder. You already know you're the bee's knees. You're like the chisel. You're like, so you don't have a chip. So that means that you, there is this natural confidence, not like a compensating confidence, but a so I was like, okay, maybe you should lead the ceremony because maybe we all are, have been made golden and we just forgot. And maybe that's the ceremony, but then he wasn't doing the ceremony. So I whispered in his ear, make, make Esther, the goddess in the North, make, um, make, um, what was her name? Oh, Anne Harriet, the goddess in the East, make Muriel. The, and I was like telling him where to put them. And he was like anointing them. And he was doing all this. It was really cute. And and that was the ceremony. So it was connected. So connected to my mom. So to me, it feels like if there was a continuum here, there's only so much. And this even relates to Leilani's dream. There's only so much on the physical plane we can do. You know, we have limited resources on the physical plane. And if we think of ourselves, if I think of myself as only physical, then I'm going to pretty much be suffering and struggling constantly, constantly feeling helpless hopeless. What's the point? Less than. Yeah. All of it. Yeah. Like all of that, like, let's just throw in the towel, but Oh yeah. Wait a minute. There is this higher plane. There are many other higher planes and platforms as Leilani would say. And when I tap into that higher plane and that ceremonial plane, that, that astral plane, like, Oh, there's a lot that can be done. In fact, and you're golden. It's like maybe 99.9% of the work can be done. And all we have to do is like touch the hair or touch the forehead or do like, maybe that's the final piece, but it's that ratio. So, oh God, I'm so glad I shared this dream. I've been just, haven't really shared dreams much of my own on this show. Yeah, I like what you shared. Thank you for the indulgence. Time for Denise. Denise, it's been so long since we've heard your voice live. Oh my, I'm chomping at the bit. (laughs) Happy new year. Denise, Happy New what Year you got? I'm very upset because I was going through this stuff and I saw that you did. Did you do a show last week on the 5th? Yes. And it was a last minute thing. It was very so. Yes. And I we, we almost didn't do it because you weren't there. 
but we decided to plow ahead anyway. Um, just to yeah, kind of co- told me, yeah, you told me last year that you was going to start back up this week and I'm so upset because I would have been on it. Oh, Denise, I love you for that. We didn't we know we were going to do it. It was, it was a very last minute thing. I was like, oh, let's just break out of our hibernation early. Let's just do it. So that's what happened. So uh, let's, let's hear your dream. Okay. And real quick, um, this is just me, my interpretation, the dream with your mother. I see it Ooh. differently than you do. I am. Um, tell me. Or, or whatever. I'm just going to speak, speak. I felt like maybe your mother and I see dreams a little, I don't know, I interpret dreams all different kind of ways. But anyway, I felt like her being in the bar, her being with the so-called gentleman, just the whole atmosphere, and then you said that's not who she is. I felt like, this is my opinion, I felt like maybe your mother it, wants to be more outgoing or right now she feels the need to want to do something different. And maybe she might, you're picking up the dream because she might want to do some more stuff with you. Oh, Denise, that is so, this is why I love sharing dreams because dreams are like diamonds and everybody picks up a different fractal, a different piece of the, the, the diamond. And I feel like you just, you really hit something beautiful there. And it makes me think that my mom does have a wild self and and that's not necessarily the self that she shows me, her daughter, but maybe I can appreciate that and and fan the flames of her. I would call Nancy and I talk, we talk in goddess lingo. So this would be her Aphrodite and it would be good for her. It's good for everybody to have a little Aphrodite going on. Thank you, Denise. I appreciate that. That was cool. Bobby. Okay. Um, I'm going to share yeah. my dreams more um, often on this show. <laughs> yeah, really. It'll be, okay. it'll be called help Dr. Um, dream. Instead of- <laughs> we're going to ask, just help her. Help me. Help me. <laughs> the tables. Oh, they've turned. <laughs> um, That's great. I love it, Denise. Um, At this point, you've been listening to okay. the show long enough. You are an official um, I give you my seal of approval. You, you, you and Nancy are like, you know, who I would go to with my dreams. So thank you so much. <laughs> All right, Denise. Um, let's see. Okay. Um, now, now my quickness comes back in that hyperness. Okay. Had a dream, had so many since last time I talked to y'all last year, but anyway, this one is a good friend of mine. Um, known her, we're the same age. I've known her since I was 15. I'm also the mother of her gut, the, the godmother of her son. But anyway, in the dream, she, um, I walk up to her, and she's got on a red and white dress horizontally. It's just square, just left, right, red, white, red, white. The socks, red, white, red, right. The tennis shoes, I believe, were red converse. And I say to her, oh, guess what? I'm trying to, um, or she might have said it first. She said, you know, Denise, I'm getting a new car. I said, well, I can't believe it. I'm trying to get one too. And she, she was like, and then we started talking about different cars that, and that's really the extent of the dream. But what got me is the lines were going hard, um, horizontal, the stripe, red, white, red, white. And the fact that to me, a new vehicle, anything new is supposed to be good because it's new. It's unused. And then mm. you're in the driver's seat, even though we didn't see no cars, we're both talking about, being in control of a vehicle 
where we're the drivers, so to speak. Now, you don't see no vehicles in the dream. We're just talking about it. But I just think the, the, the red and the white is significant of something. And I think the fact that we both, and I am looking for a new car. That's the irony because I have been looking. I mean, I don't know if she has. I haven't talked to her to ask her about whether or not she's going to get a new car. But I just think us being in the driver's seat or something is changing, not only in my life, but in hers as well. That's the way I interpreted it. I just felt like, why was she chosen in the dream to talk about a new car? And then the red and white, the red and white. Red, it what was is the red, red and white? And white. Like, what does that feel like to you? What is what is red and white mean you know, to you? Um, um, you know, in, I hate to say it, but in the hospital back, you know, um, I ain't no spring chicken. It, you know, the, the candy stripers used to wear the red mm-hmm. and white. Um, mm-hmm. Those people who was helping the nurses and stuff. I think yeah, they used yeah. to call them candy stripers. And then, of course, mm-hmm. a, a candy cane is red mm-hmm. and white. That's Christmas. All kids like candy. And, 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 you know, the candy cane is red and white. Something about that red and white draws me. And like I said, the lines on the dress were horizontal. Red, white, red, white. And I'm like, well, why is she wearing this red and white? But we started talking about the cars. And I'm like, hell, if she wants to wear red and white, I reckon she can. Um, I don't know. Okay. Well, Nancy T, since you just got a new car today, I'm going to let you take the first swing at this dream and then I'll weigh in my two cents. So go for it. This is so perfect. It's so funny. It just, everything's always so connected. And I literally did just drive home in a new car, Denise. So, and you know what I said? I don't want a red one and I don't want a white one. I'm not kidding. That is literally what I said. Give me whatever color. I don't want it to be red or white. So there you go. How cute is that? Um, but right away when I was thinking about it, I love, I love that your takeaway is, hey, we're both in the driver's seat. We make these decisions. And I was thinking about that. I thought of the candy cane like you did and the candy stripers like you did. And I thought of, isn't the barber's pole also mm-hmm. the horizontal red stripes yes. that swirl around? Yes. But Very good, I Nancy. I I think also the the fact that they're horizontal meant something if it were my dream yeah because you know so many things are kind of left or right or up or down and horizontal is all about you know we're crossing all the fields we're crossing all possibilities and if you are looking for a car you really kind of have to be willing to do that right now if we're getting literal with it because the car shortage (laughs) and the lack of chips and all this it's I mean I could call any dealership right now and there is not a single, I'm just going to pick a car out of clear, you know, like a Mazda three, there isn't one in Ohio period. They just don't have them. So like having to do things kind of differently, it's not up or down. It's not left or right. Life Mm. right now is all of us navigating new waters in different ways. I, Mm. um, you know, I think of red, like the color red is the heart. And when I think of white, I think is angels. So I just think the angels are there. They're surrounding you and you've got your, you know, your heart is in it. You'll find the right car for yourself. Mm. That's what I got. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Okay. I'm going <clears> to <throat> pick up where, where, what she's putting down. Mm. So if it were my dream, first of all, the car, as you already said, Denise, there's something about the getting behind the wheel. There's some like car can be I always say that there can be the wordplay about career, um, but it's a car is 
like when, if we were in the driver's seat, we're in control, we have, we know where we're going. We have our, it's, um, there's so much about the car and having a new car in many ways symbolizes, uh, a whole new lease on life, like a new Mm -hmm. incarnation in this life. The car can represent, it's our vehicle for how we get through life. So there's something really exciting about the newness of the car. And to me, the red is, and, and the fact that there's a a dear friend in here. So to me, everyone in the dream is, is ourself. So there's a good friend feeling that she's also getting this car. So all of that bodes well. It feels like the, there's a friendliness to all of this. It's not a scary thing. It's a, it's a good thing. Mm. And, and it's so funny, just as a little coincidence, right before the show, I was wearing a different shirt and I noticed I had spilled oatmeal on my other shirt. So I took it off and I'm wearing a red and I put my red sweatshirt, my red turtleneck on. So if you were on Facebook, you'd see, and I normally don't wear this red. Are you wearing red too? I don't know. I'm wearing white. Oh, you're red wearing and white. <laughs> oh my God. But I was like, hmm, what is, and I thought, what is red symbolized to me as I was putting on, putting it on. And it, to me, it's kind of like a vavoom. Here I am. It's very Aphrodite. It's even in a turtleneck, even though Aphrodite would never wear a turtleneck. It's like a, I'm here. Hello. Um, it's about, it's like the color of passion. Um, yeah. I know that you know, it's also the color of stop. Like if there's too much passion, it's the stop sign is like, you know, stop. But ultimately it's like fire and I'm here, I'm alive. Va va voom. It's very wild. It's not a tame color. So um, I I love this dream. And it's like the horizontal. Yeah. There's something about that plane. Like often like the, I think about the cross, like the, the horizontal plane and the vertical plane. Yeah. Oh, okay. Thank you, Louie. And um, yeah, there is something very like, so the, the horse, the vertical plane would be more like the divinity coming down to earth and the horizontal plane is, is the earth plane that, that connects. So it's very, to me, it's earthy and it's like going places mm-hmm. and it feels like it's even like racing stripes in some way. That's so my feeling Ooh. is, is exciting. Um, it's like going somewhere with a lot of passion. So what's your takeaway from this whole thing? How do you think this dream is trying to enlighten you, Denise? Okay. Um, you, you, you messed up a few minutes ago cause you opened a can of worms and you said the racing stripes. I just thought about it when you see the cars racing and they're going around and they're down yeah. to the last lap. That that flag is red and white, correct? Oh, oh, I don't know. Yeah, but maybe Nancy knows. Yeah, she's been around a racetrack or two, and her and her <laughs> sister's husband is a racer. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. yeah, that flag, that flag is red and white, and mm-hmm. the Barbara, the Barbara, like Nancy said, that 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 thing outside the Barbara barbershop is always red and white. Um, mm-hmm. She has been in a relationship for like 20 something years and the man never married her. He's just a piece of garbage, but that's between her and him. She's still with him and he's never married her. She actually bore his child. And I don't know, somehow or another, I see uh, just not uh, the barber men, the race, the car, her race. She's going to start to run a different race. And mm. I, I make it about her, but I'm making it about me too. And somehow or another, it's a, you know, she's settled 
and I, I think now she's going to get a new car, or uh, and I never settled like that, but maybe just something new and brand new, and maybe her attitude, and maybe I need to yes. change. Yes, I don't think, but I don't think mm-hmm. like her. I would never do what she did, so that's where I'm a little confused. That if it's something well, new for me, go ahead. Oh. I was just going to say from the, go ahead, Nance, go, go. I was go. just going to say, we've got, we actually got feedback from Facebook. So I wanted to share it with you. Ooh, um, yeah. Amanda Van Schumann said, talking about, about cars feels like talking about future endeavors, the playfulness of you could get whatever you want. And she said, she's wearing Ooh. red too. And she said, and red feels shocking and white feels like peace and calm, perhaps balancing the two. Mm-hmm. So, oh, nice. Just a little tidbit from Facebook. Nice. I thought it's share with you right well and I think sometimes when we when we dream about a dear friend and um from the perspective that everyone is an aspect of us I don't know that they represent like everything about them is who we are but we could be picking up on the friend aspect the fact that this is a part this is a part of me that and she's mirroring having a new lease on life I'm doing it too so it feels like there's camaraderie around this next step, this new year, these new intentions, and not just tiptoeing out into the world like before, but like making a statement and having your vehicle represent that. And so I feel like, I don't know, I'm kind of in the car with you. And I like that you're in the driver's seat. Yeah, Yeah. you said that. You just preached that. That was very nice, Kelly. Yeah, I like how you put, oh, done. Next done you you cleared it up i think the last little cherry on top of this is to me aphrodite red is a def i said this before but red i feel like is it kind of aphrodite-esque so it's like va va voom getting out there and bringing a little bit of that wildness um speaking of wildness i just want to throw in one last little piece for people who who have heard about my shift network workshop the way of the awakened Mm -hmm. dreamer we started it last week um, module yeah. two starts tomorrow. Ooh, but people that... can jump in still. They can still jump in because All once right. they get in, they have access to the archive. So if anybody wants to find out about that, you can go to bit it's bitly bit.ly forward slash awakened dreamer, or you can just go to the shift network or you can go to my website, but the easy yeah. short URL to go right to the the page where you can. And if you go to this website, you get a bunch of free videos that are part of the course so bit.ly forward slash awakened dreamer is where to get and, all that stuff. And real quick, what because I, yeah. I don't I don't have the patience. What time is that? And my time. Oh, I'm it's one o'clock time. Pacific time. So that would be that would be four o'clock Eastern and five o'clock Central. And until we all meet again, let's not take our dreams lying down. Thanks for making it an awesome show. Happy New Year, everybody. Big hugs. We're red. Go Aphrodite. Thank you for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. What is it you really want in life? No matter what you've been through, you can still achieve it. I'm Sandra Ann Taylor, and in my Energy Activation podcast, we'll explore the science of manifestation 
and I'll give you specific techniques to shift your energy in order to make your dreams a reality. I also do live energy readings, and you can be a part of the show by emailing your questions to me at sandrataylor.net. Join me on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network or wherever you get your podcasts.